All right. I'm Gerard Di Peralta. And I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Ryan Benwan. This is Serial Podcast 9. The one where we have a guest. Hey, we didn't really prep this. We should have, but we didn't. So who wants to intro the guest? Um, Someone put your hand up. That's I can't not sure the guest. Yeah. Today. I, I know, uh, yeah, I've known the guest the longest. He's, uh, Today. Well, there you go. Uh, we have, we'll, all, I, I, we'll all do an intro and then you can spice them together. At the exact same time. Oh. everybody say one thing about the guest we'll go from there so gerard say one thing about our guest he's tall (laughs) (laughs) good good. i i mean it you know i feel that gerard took my joke because i was gonna be like yo he's got a hairy chest he smokes mad darts he can drink drink a lot of beers you know i was gonna be like he's tall he's white and seldom wears a shirt. So. <laughs> there you go. All right, say some profound ass shit. Ryan, I've known him the long time, the longest. Ryan, I've known him the longest. When I first met him, he was a teenager and he drove a Volkswagen. I did. Yeah. Uh, you just took away all his credit. In the garbage. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. It was a no, nice Volkswagen's like fucking red flag. Like, yeah. Uh, you like Volkswagens, Gerard. Gerard, do you have stories about going to Volkswagen's dealerships when you're a kid and looking at? I didn't Volkswagen. have a choice in the matter. I was like fucking nine years old, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went to a Volvo dealership. I thought it was the coolest shit in the world. <laughs> I said, you know, Gerard GTI, actively okay? wanted to drive Volvos when he was younger. So yeah, I mean, I again, I yeah, but anyway. I'm just saying that like out of all the dealerships to go to, Volvo's probably the most boring ass one. You know I would agree. I'll change it and I'll say he is one of the most naturally gifted drivers i've had the pleasure of being friends with yes well, is that a, very, a nice thing that was a very nice thing to say about somebody appreciate yeah. that yeah <laughs> kevin, appreciate you. kevin's punching a wall yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just slamming monsters <laughs> yeah you're not coming with me on any more car trips yeah exactly uh, i mean kevin's not too far from kyle is, i believe our guest is also one of the people that we mentioned the most and we've never had on the podcast so it's carter Jackson probably true from regina regina saskatchewan yeah yeah nobody's ever carter, heard of that hello. place <laughs> hey, a lot of people I think all the time named after fun yeah city that runs is fun all right carter you're on the podcast we're happy that you're here. Okay, okay. So here's the deal. So we know you're a good drifter and all, and you're like you're into Toyotas. But uh, so what about that Porsche, bro? Tell, tell us about that Volkswagen you got. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Volkswagen, Volkswagen was cool. We're going way back. I had two two Volkswagens actually. <laughs> oh, crazy! What did you have? Okay, for Volkswagens, what'd you have? Uh, my first car was a '99 Volkswagen Golf, just a 2.0, like, not a GTI. Oh, Second okay. one I had was a was a GTI. A Wolfsburg edition or whatever. Oh, okay. like Wolfsburg. That's pretty cool then. All right. Yeah. What does it, it mean? Had like the what does red, that mean? I don't fucking know. It had interior, like the red stitching Recaro interior, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. That was something. It had like the plaid. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Red plaid. plaid. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's pretty sick. I remember thinking yeah. that was fucking cool when I yeah. was yeah, my ass chassis. Honestly, like, would I ever own another one again? No. But like that car, like, car lasted me 10 years. Drove the living shit out of it, drove it into the ground, yeah. and it like never failed me. Brick That's shit house weird. on the highway, like it just hauled ass. It had this tiny little turbo in it, it just ripped. 
like it was definitely was that a 1.8 t then or what was it no like? it was a 2.0 turbo it hauled oh, like it was fun. fucking it was fast it was real fast oh, wow. way, you got that dude, way too fast like, like a 21 year old <laughs> you drove that uh on a couple of trips to calgary i believe when we used to go to watch drifting yeah. in calgary yeah, yeah the first and, the first one uh i was like i don't even know if i could get into the bar yet i we had to like i had to use a fake id to get into the bar <laughs> I was so I was like 18 and a half years old or something like that. It was crazy. I was so young. Yeah. So that is that. And then uh Carter, you had a Volkswagen and then you got into Nissan. So you went big into Nissans for a while. Yeah. I had the GTI, uh, bought a 240 for like a thousand bucks off of a friend, and it like barely ran. And I ended up ended up, yeah, it was like one of those cars where you're like all right, running like shit. I better drive the piss out of it, and, yeah. and then it started. Then it started working better and better and better. Yeah, yeah the Italian tune-up. Exactly right. So I bought this car off a friend for like a thousand bucks. I ended up parking my GTI, mm-hmm. and like I never drove that GTI again. <laughs> and then like six months later, I bought the S14, and and then the 240. I that car. Yeah, the yeah. S14, and then I just yeah. That was the, that was the, that was it. Nissan's so, for the, for, for the, for a while, for, for a, a while. Yeah. Like yeah, for, the for win, a yeah. decent amount of time. Who did you buy the first 240 off of? Refresh my memory. <laughs> I bought it off Andy Chung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. And old it was like, hairdresser Andy Chung. yeah. Oh yeah. And he like, didn't know what was going, what was wrong with it. What was going on. So it was just, yeah, it was a, it was a real beater. It had like a, a, duct tape or not duct tape electrical tape like pinstripe going all the way around it where like the bumper molding was supposed to be <laughs> yeah, legitimate yeah, yeah. like yeah that was pretty common i think on those that would definitely was pretty common yeah, Dude, yeah. I, I think yeah. i did that on my x7 but i had to do like three layers because the trim was so thick <laughs> yeah to cover up the holes you know when you like take <laughs> the actual trim off like <laughs> so then your s14 was a sylvia though correct yes yeah s14 sylvia SR factory kooky car and then uh it was like an early generation uh 2000 or sorry yeah 1996 i believe classic car you bring in from japan it had like an exhaust and those like avs wheels the same like five spoke Mm -hmm. weird like yeah Yeah, those like same wheels that came on every single nissan that you ever would see coming (laughs) across from japan yeah so very run-of-the-mill car but i mean honestly those are like pretty nice wheels though (laughs) i i I see them every now and then on a car and i'm like it like takes me back i'm like man those look sick are you talking about the avs fives or the weird ones that have the 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 ones that like spoke like flares in and then out get like concaves a little bit they kind of like roll it's hard to explain, but they're not the ABS fives that you're thinking, Kevin. They're like the early yeah. ABS ones. The spokes are a bit more like tapery. Yeah, and they're like a dual I mean, spoke. That was the 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 turning point, pretty much. I mean, the 240 was, but at that point, the it was TSN like, oh, turning points. Yeah. <laughs> and you were really good at drifting. I can't remember. Did you ever drift at Three Flags with everyone, or was that no? Did that that was away? I, you know, is, is Three Flags like half as good as Six Flags? Is that where they got the name? <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, three flags. Three flags, and I think about it now, like it was. Sorry, everyone went to drift, but like I can't imagine driving on that track. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, the little tiny go kart track that barely was wide enough for one vehicle to get around. The Corolla guys loved it though. Corolla guys and Harrison and 
Horsley all came out and drove oh, yeah. there and yeah, loved they, it. They it were made like the sense. Only guys that could tandem on that track. But yeah, if I remember Cam Klein was trying to would drift his his Toyota sedan on that thing, and it was like just take up the entire road. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. and then Adrian's FD just made way too much power for. It. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you had the S14, and then I feel like you collected S chassis for a while. I had like five at one point at the same time. All Isn't that like a pretty common. Yeah. Like when you first get into cars, especially drifting and building cars, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to buy all these fucking cars because I need this from that car and that from this car and that. You know what I mean? That's like it, they were they were all complete cars except for one. So one of the cars, well, I had the S14. And then I, I bought a 180 that was like a friend of ours, Nick Edwards, that charcoal yeah. one that I had been with, full welded in cage, like FD cage. And I had that car that I actually bought like for my girlfriend at the time, like so long Romance. ago. Oh, romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I, I like this. Like, I like S chassis. Like, there's like <laughs> Nissan's like, like, all right. And then I, so I had that one. I, on, I don't know. I kind of feel like, in my opinion, buying any car for your significant other is romantic. That's like a pretty big gift, yeah. no? Maybe not then, but I mean, I yeah. feel like you're probably younger. And even if yeah. it was a thousand bucks, like that's a pretty big gift. I don't know how many yeah. Yeah. over thousand dollar gifts I've given anybody. That like, car was more than a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> eight, you eight, eight, eight yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was eight grand. Whoa. It was dude, a one. You bought your girlfriend yeah. an eight thousand dollar car? Yeah, I don't know what we random. know, but Carter's probably no, major crime. <laughs> 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 he works in concrete. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. burying people. Yeah. You'll have the gabagool. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Eight grand is a real. But your name would have been on the, <laughs> on the car, I imagine. So you had that car. Yeah. So, uh, so that. okay. It's like buying oh, a car yeah. and putting in your mom's name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, you got Nick's my, S chassis, which is a good one. You got your yeah. S14. Who Nick is, bro? Who the fuck? Is I Nick? do. Yeah. Shut I'm, up, Gerard. I'm imagining yeah. a guy named Nick in my head. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Jerry. <laughs> what do you want yeah. me to say? A charcoal one? I listen to you talk about people I don't know all the time, and I do okay, it okay. one I time. Like I get mad. I like, the, I like the I like the charcoal. Now I can imagine the car, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Nick's it was charcoal S13. <laughs> it was actually a really like well the put together car. car. <laughs> it had like a, a it had legit G Corp like arrow on it. And it oh, had like sick. a Type X, Type X spoiler and like Euro lines. It was a super nice car, but it had a full welded in cage. And at the time, cops were super bad. So I like didn't dare drive it on the street because I knew it would just get pulled over. So it sat in my garage for like a year and a half. You just hit every then, single window. Yeah. And then <laughs> never see the cage. Yeah. But <laughs> serious. I think I drove it one time on the street. And after that, I was like, yes. It's going to get parked. But yeah, I had that one. And then I had, I traded a 240 that I had for another 180. All these cars were right hand drive. All of them were actual 180s. Uh, and then I did an S14 front end and then like wide over fenders on that car and some work VSSDs. And then the last, oh, then I had a 240, a red one. This one was last, left hand drive with a SR swap and a GT30 on it. I didn't have that car for long. It got sold real quick. 
cause it like never ran right. So, um, yeah, it was just like someone else's like problem. Actually, you're going to laugh at this. So we did, we got it on trade for a concrete job. <laughs> no way. Yeah. This guy out at the lake wanted, his son wanted a bunch of work done. He wanted a garage pad done. And my dad was like, he wants to know if you want the car in trade. And I'm like, fuck yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> So he took the car on trade. <laughs> That's so funny. Nice. Yeah. And then I had one that, one car that was like had a spun it had a spun rod bearing or some shit like that. So that one was just used for parts. But yeah, I had a pretty good collection of them just taking up space. How many S chassis have you had in Wait, total? Didn't you have Richard's S chassis as well? Yeah, I did. I forgot. I always forget <laughs> about that car. Yeah. I had that car. Yeah. It sat out of the lake. Are you like still have an S chassis? Don't you like? Oh yeah, I got one rotten in a field somewhere. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. My old S14. <laughs> oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. my original S14 <laughs> is sitting in some guy's like compound right now. It's like <laughs> it's got it's got weeds growing through it. It's like chilling in the field. Uh, it's sitting next to Odd Man Out Performance, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Next time yeah. I'm driving past here, I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. <laughs> right it's, it's actually yeah. hilarious. It's like the most barren bone shell that's just like destroyed both corners yeah. are like piled in it's got one <laughs> over fend on it i had a tire d lamb at dui took the entire side of the quarter oh. panel out and just <laughs> demolished brand new like origin type threes yeah put them on uh, so how many chances have you had in total probably baker's dozen <laughs> i think i'd yeah. probably I'd, i think nine or ten nine or oh. ten yeah yeah, that's probably almost more than I've had Cressidas. Like some of them I had for a while. Some of them I just like just got on like weird deals. The one S14 that I got where I ended up doing an S14 front end on it, a friend of mine owned it. And at the time he like wasn't working or whatever in this car was just sitting in his garage. It didn't move. It needed like some work done to it. I had a 240 that I just put like winter tires on and put like diamond racing wheels. It was fully <laughs> ready to go. It was like a winter ripper. It was the best car. You could go start that thing in like minus 40 and it was starting every fucking time. I asked him if he wanted trade for it so he could like get around. I'm like, no, I'll throw some plates on it. You can drive it until the plates burn off and whatever. And yeah, then I ended up having the parts because I had like all these S chassis at the same time, I had yeah. the parts to fix the 180. So I had the 180 fixed in like a weekend. And then I just had a 180 for, you know, like I think I paid like $2,500 for the, for the 240 back in the day. So I had this 180 that had like a bunch of parts and shit on it. And it often feels like Saskatchewan, at least when I live there, was very much like there were only a few people that really knew what they were doing with stuff. So like people would often bite off more than they could chew or the car projects yeah. would just get abandoned. Yeah. Like my, yeah. selling, a, selling a loss frequently. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty common even today. Is so. it? Yeah, yeah, but it but feels like, like if you're in the lower mainland, there's so many people who are also into it who are going to scoop up the deal. That's true. Yeah. That's true. yeah. I think like, like – also, at this time, like this is when Injuku Racing and all those companies out of the States were becoming like super big. It was just like the availability to buy parts was so easy now. Before that, it was like you couldn't just go on the Internet and just like click buy now and like have parts come into your house next week or whatever. It was, it was a little bit more of a pain in the ass, but these places had like everything you could want and more. 
yeah, all, yeah. you know, at the click of a button. Right. So I think that's what happened with this car was this guy like bought it. He never really got it running right. And instead of taking parts off and going back to as close as like to OEM as you could, he just kept on buying more parts and more parts for it to be like, oh, maybe this is what it is. Maybe this is what it is. (laughs) Never got it figured out. It's kind of funny because like afterwards. So I ended up having to take that that 180 to DY one year because we spun a a rod bearing in my S14 right after I built the motor. I did like bottom end full like balance and blueprinted like motor and then uh i put this back watch on it and then afterwards when i took it when i took like the motor like the block back to the guy that was building the motor the shop he like weighted it and he was like holy fuck like the pressure plate is like so out of weight that it was like rolling an egg down a fucking like out of balance yeah it was just like lop lopsided right so that's what took that out. But yeah, so anyways, I had this S14, the motor just went. So this is like back when, I don't know, maybe we were like 24, 25, whatever. And it was like, oh, if you needed to get something done, you just got it done. They were like, fuck it, we'll take all the parts off the S14, put them on the S13 or on the 180. And we had to leave for DUI the next day. Like me and Evan had just went out to start tuning. This is at like probably supper time, maybe six, seven got home, diagnosed that the knock was internal, like bottom end, maybe like around like 11, decided to steal all the parts off of it, put it to put this other car together and had a couple hours of sleep and then just like packed the car up and left at, you know, nine, 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't tune it, didn't do nothing. Didn't know what exactly was wrong with it. But like, as we started like taking these parts off, you know, just doing like boost leak tests and this and that, we like came across so many things that were stupid wrong things. and stupid things. Like for one, it had like a, one of those like Freddy uh, intake yeah. manifolds, the holes where they like hold the fuel rail, you know, it wasn't ovaled or anything. It was just like a direct perfect hole. Right. So the fuel rail was actually bent and it was leaking on all the like O-ring sides like, oh, on all the edges. Right. So that was a huge thing that's, that we noticed so we ovaled out the holes i got it to where it was like nice and straight and lined up going through all this stuff that this guy had bought and just put on and like it never really fixed the car you know like brought it back to where it needed to be ended up we were like got the car good to go got there and then i thought the car had a diff in it it didn't have a diff so we pulled the diff out drove (laughs) to some guy in west Kelowna, and he welded it that day got back to the (laughs) man like got back to and this is like we're you know where we all stayed in the like campsite up on top of the mountain or whatever yeah like those couple times yeah the moose yeah I'm on the trailer the morning of pulling this diff out going to this guy's place and then coming back and then we never had time to tune it but luckily the guys that came with me the guy, one of the guys was F bar. So we're like out on the highway doing like highway pulls, getting this car dialed in right before the event, <laughs> right before we're going out on track. And I think about that stuff so, now and I'm just like, yeah. I would never fucking do that. I Watching- want everyone to know that this is what it is to be from Saskatchewan and to be into cars. Everything that Carter just said is for like perfect paints a picture. My, you know, like my S chassis that I drove was someone put it in an auto like wrecking yard, but it was still playable. So someone pulled it out of the auto wrecking yard and put it back together. And yeah, you don't have 
at the time there wasn't shops that you could go to. The most knowledgeable S chassis guys in the province were all of our friends. Like they knew yeah. more than, yeah. <laughs> than the other people. And yeah. the most knowledgeable tuner is our friend that drove RX sevens who went to is an engineer that just yeah. taught himself tuning. So like we all ran power FCs for a while because it was the <laughs> only thing that people really knew how to tune. There was yeah. no, there was no serial nine. There was no like <laughs> shop down the street. There's no, like when you guys tell your story about being here and even when I'm, Moved to Vancouver, I was like, everything's at your fingertips here. Everything <laughs> in Saskatchewan, you had to like bust your ass to do and figure it out yourself. It was. I mean, I feel like that's and, probably pretty parallel with a lot of like the the places in the U.S., right? Like a lot of those places are pretty butt fuck nowhere. Like a lot of the dudes, yeah, yeah, building cars or yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I noticed yeah, that. I mean, you, you got the, you got the internet now, though. That yeah. is one. Yeah, thing no, for sure, for sure, for sure, yeah. But I remember, yeah. like, we, I mean, we did the same thing. I mean, like building Kevin's X7. Well, there were, I mean, like, that, that's what I was going to say is like, I thought you were what, what I thought Ryan was going to say, but like maybe now thinking about it after it, like doesn't quite make sense that Ryan would say that was like, yeah, that's like every drift event, man. Like yeah, that's every drift event, like <laughs> you're just <laughs> busting your balls to get something done that yeah. you've put off or like, yeah. you know, and then, or you yeah. didn't really know it was a problem. How many times I like, yeah. I've like, Taken perfectly fine cars, parked them, and they taken them to go to a drift event, and there's you have this like crazy problem happen on the way. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, oh my god, like one of those things where you like you just like space out and just keep pushing through it, yeah, over yeah. and yeah. over and over again, <laughs> yeah. And then you get to the point where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, how, how are a you lot even managed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we uh, water pumps, water pumps on the one JZ at the fucking Chevron in Surrey, like. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then like those valves, we did like valves. Yeah, we did. We I did, did like do, valves, I did do like, valves on my 1J the night before uh, uh, an event at, what was that place called again? PGP? Dude, it wasn't even like the night before. We didn't even like go to bed, I swear. It was like we were up continuously, and then we were just like, all right, well, like we like the car seems to be fine. Let's just go. Like, Yeah, so, I remember that. We pulled uh, over and we're like, is it good? I don't know. Is it good? Let's just go. Have you guys, let's just keep going, yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of the story of uh, Vickers? Going to DUI the last time when like him and Dev Quinn and all the like mellow guys went and Vickers drove his car. And Vickers brought all the parts necessary to do anything <laughs> and everything to that car. So he ended up blowing a head gasket on the way there. Outside and, of Banff, uh, right? Outside of Banff. And our two friends, the same guy that I'm talking about that tuned my car, Evan and BJ, just had happened to be passing him at the same time. And they pulled over and he's like, fucking blue head gasket i guess i'll just like go change get it. a toe yeah so they literally changed the head gasket like decked this decked his motor on the side of the fucking highway like with like a file and like put the car back together like got that's that to, toyota life buddy got him yeah. to do got him to dui and then he drove his car all weekend long and then he drove home after that dude that's so sick <laughs> yeah. yeah they weren't traveling together or anything they just yeah. happened to like be passing just you know? dave through and through yeah, yeah. That just is like Dave. shitting horseshoes. Yeah, <laughs> all the way through life. <laughs> but that's also BJ and Evan always having to be the two guys that help everyone fix, fix their ev- shit. Everyone fucks up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're they're your Eric. You know, the guy that's like more. <laughs> Except there's two of them, and one of them learned how to tune cars. And yeah. I was gonna there's make like them my, say my the Eric difference. And Gerard. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say the the difference for both is like. 
Gerard, when you told me you had an automotive background, I was like, no fucking way, because none of my friends have an actual automotive background. Like oh, yeah. Carter pours concrete for a living. Yeah. Evan <laughs> is uh, Evan is Art. an engineer, and Jordan Hall cleans carpets now. You know, like, and he yeah. put an SR and a Miata. So it is a very you know Jesse Exter does tattoos and happens yeah. to have a bunch of like. It's just a, none of us fucking knew, but you yeah. have like a very significant automotive yeah. background that none of us, none of our friends were actually mechanics and we didn't like the mechanics. Yeah. I think. You, you were like the guy that we were all wishing that we had sitting there. Yeah. Just give us one of those guys. Like, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I met both of you, I was like, holy fuck. I didn't know people like this existed. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You eventually, Carter, decided Nissans weren't for you, and you got into Toyotas, which is brings us way more on topic of this. Yeah. Um, well, I always had soft spot for like Supras, but I just knew that probably wasn't like a vehicle that I could, you know, get a hold of at the time because I had all these other vehicles. And I think me and BJ, the same guy that was always helping out. We were always talking about like Toyotas and just this and that. Started talking about JZX one day and started looking into them a little bit more and then realized this car has like, you know, everything that I want and need and more, you know, <laughs> and they come five speed. Like if you can find a factory, you know, yeah. five speed is exactly what I want. So I started. What, what year is that? When was that? Um, I own that car for nine years, I think. So nine, Holy nine shit, years the ago. JZX 100 you own for nine years? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's I think crazy I, I, long time. That is insane. I know, right? Nine <laughs> years I had that car. And that motherfucker still had a stock intake fucking filter and stock, shit. Like, stock everything. The only thing that went did this guy had a stock steering wheel, I swear. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it had it had a stock steering wheel for a while. I like stock before, seat till the day he sold it. Stock seat till the day <laughs> I sold it. It did have a stock steering wheel in it when I took it to when I took it to yeah. Super D the first year. The yeah. first time when I yeah when I was Super D no angle kit no nothing. When it was Just blue. Like, it was red, the first Super D. Yeah. Second Super D, that's, it was yeah. blue. Yeah. That's so beyond me. People yeah. probably <laughs> fucking choke. You're like like totally schooling them, but you got like stock seat, stock airbox, stock ben, steering wheel. Yeah. Ben Ma, Those ben steering Ma wheels are like, terrible. Oh, they're horrible. It's like it's like driving a, a big-ass school bus with like extra cushion on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, ben Ma was like taking, ben was taking pictures out in the field, and the one guy was like, what do you say? He's like, what the Volvo? That guy's like drifting a yeah. Volvo or something. Dude, no, the guy was so amped. He was like, fucking rocking the Volvo. I'm like, that's a Toyota, man. <laughs> this was so before. Like, yeah, like, nobody had any clue. Yeah. Yeah. So, 100s weren't common knowledge for people. And yeah. How it came to be with the 100 is I started kind of looking just like, you know, on all sites back there, GooNet or GoNet, whatever it was, those places. And then at the time, Spencer Hogg, oh, he, had that, he, yeah, yeah. he had that like boss import or whatever the hell. He was very selective with who he would like help out, you know, he just like import, <laughs> he imported when he wanted to import, you know. And so he was like, yeah, I'll help you find one or whatever. He'd send me a couple pictures and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, what about this one? And he's like, oh, it's gone already. You know, it was like that classic like chasing game. And I remember the one night when the, the JZX that I had came up. He messaged me in like the middle of the night and he's like, this one is probably the best deal you're going to get. It has coilovers, 
17 inch model fives and whatever else is a series one, you know, but it was like 6,500 bucks. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he bought it and then, uh, ended up getting it shipped over. I think I, by the time we got it shipped to my house, I got it like dropped off right in my driveway. I think it was at my house by, for like $9,000. Not roughly like, no it wasn't honestly like plated everything yeah, so six thousand like, us <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and then you know seller for 40 some so, <laughs> <laughs> so i was gonna say i was gonna say i mean you also painted that? it like five times yeah that's true i mean it went through a lot of, of phases that's for sure but a lot of them like um mostly you know it was like wheels color changing back and forth it wasn't until the car was silver and we went to final boat that i really started digging into it and doing all the like necessary shit all the arms that you guys had and kind of like correcting a bunch of the stuff that for such a long time it was just like ah it works kind of i guess no that car was great never failed me like eight nine years yeah uh, i think the only thing i changed was uh Oil. I got a re well oil. <laughs> regular 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 maintenance and I got a replacement Exedi clutch. Like just the disc. Yeah, like a stock one. The a disc? stock one, yeah. Just a disc. I didn't even change the pressure plate out. Yeah. I was gonna say, okay, so I got a question for you. When you first drove the JZX, what mm-hmm. were what were your feelings and what were the thought like I'm what- honestly, I think one of the first people I talked to was you. I remember because yeah. I, I remember messaging you way back in the day. Because one of the yeah. first things that we started talking about after I got the car, I did the diff bushings very, very early on. Yeah. And it was like right when you guys came out with them. I had the car for a little while. I think maybe like a year or so. It was a fun car, but it had so much. It just felt play. so sloppy. and play, Yeah, the play. And like every time you'd floor it or like clutch kick it, you could hear it like clunking and making all these weird noises and shit. And then, yeah, we talked about diff bushings and subframe or whatever and that changed like doing that those things man just changed the whole way the whole car reacted and yeah in every way it was crazy was it uh was it everything you thought it would be the drifting like drifting when you first drifted the jzx compared to the s chassis like was it um it was a lot different the the s chassis is like i don't know just the steering and stuff it was so snappy and quick and the S, the JZX was just like so slow and just like flowy, just kept going forever. You know, it just no matter what you didn't like. Once it was sliding, it was just it was just sliding. You were there for for the ride, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was completely different, but it yeah. felt it was nice. It feels like wished. the like JZX sloppiness and like you're there for the rideness goes with bork of the one J though. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like. It feels like you need the car to be so snappy when you have the SR or, you yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah, like you can, you can just afford to like let the bushings slop around as you like hammer down on the one J, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it was a lot of fun to drive and it was awesome. It was a four door. I drive that car everywhere. We'd go for lunch, me and all the buddies and we just pile in, go where we were going. You know, it's a, a great all around car. Never failed didn't need anything for safety just like put it through safety and drove it park yeah. it every winter or every like fall start yeah. it back up in spring and just like continue to do that for 
eight years. Like, so that's that's a testament for all you. Except you paint it every two years in the winter. <laughs> so the yeah, so the first so it came silver, and then I just at the time got into doing vinyl because I just I had all I had the S chassis like all the S chassis, and I wanted to change the colors of them all the time. Like I just wanted, like at one point, you know the. The S chassis was white, so then I wanted it blue. And then at this time, we were a team. So we all wanted to match, and we were all blue or whatever. So I started doing vinyl, and then that's kind of how all the color changes came to be. So I went silver, and then, you know, I vinyl wrapped it red. And then from red, maybe now I want it blue. And I did the, like, white wheels. So just, like, changing stuff all the time, but not really having to dedicate all the extra time to, like, doing prep work and shit mm-hmm. it's like pulling the sticker off and then putting the new one on just a different color so it was yeah. it was easy it was an easy way to get a different look out of it and not have to like dedicate a huge amount of money more than anything it took took a long time to do the vinyl yeah, wrap, it definitely takes some time did you wrap it red the first time yeah it was vinyl wrap red and then it was vinyl wrap blue and then from the blue i peeled it off and then uh, that's when we did we, well it was still silver so all we did was we sanded it down and then re-clear coated it with the gold flake in it oh where yeah are. and then yeah so like then we went to final boat and uh it got all the you know door damage and bullshit and after doing the re-clear coat with the flake it was almost impossible to try and match that afterwards mm-hmm. so eventually it just got to be the point where i was like i'm this car is too many different silvers. We need to need to get it a solid color now. And then that's where the gold came from. Weed chief, buddy. Yeah. Champagne, whatever you want to call it. Actually, in the <laughs> in the like paint book, it's called champagne gold. Champagne yeah, gold a, effect. <laughs> old Camry color. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going oh. for. Oh. So what I was gonna say a while ago is it's a testament to like a JZX reliability and and uh, durability. Cause I think because now like a lot of people have jzx's or getting into jzx's whatever and they you know they they get it and they see it you know it's a cool car everyone's drifting this and that but it's like until you talk to people like people at ibiza that drop that drive them and drift them relentlessly and then carter who's had the same fucking car for eight nine years same fucking engine same stock everything like you don't really know what you're buying is actually that as well like the coolness is one thing, but then you're actually buying like a really, really, really good fucking vehicle. Oh yeah. You know? I, I mean, that car, that car was a perfect testament of it. Like I didn't change the seats, you know, I didn't do anything. Yeah. It had a factory seat belts. <laughs> it had, yeah. it had all the factory shit. It had a factory yeah. e-brake. The first time when we went to final boat, that was the first I time I had this. ran the like shift, shift button. Oh, the, the like, drift seat. button? Before that I pushed, I just pushed the button every single time. And then let yeah. it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest yeah. thing about Carter and drifting is like, <laughs> I can't even really remember this, but you're at final bout, you're in your seat and the guy's like looking at your car and he's just like, is that a stock seat? And he's like, yeah. is that what I should write down for your seat? You're like, yeah, it gives me something to concentrate on while I'm driving. I got to focus on not being thrown around. <laughs> like, Carter still shreds, 
but it's like <laughs> everything around him is like to the detriment. You know, it's like, oh, I, I didn't even have the thing to pull a button. You know, I, I had to <laughs> always push the button. I think you even told me, Carter, and I could be wrong. You're like, sometimes I have to hold on to the door so I don't slide too far in one direction in my seat. Like, it's, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I got to I got to the point where I learned how, like, to lock my knees to the sides yeah, of the to dash the sides, to, like, yeah. to, like, hold me in place. <laughs> That's when you're a passenger. Oh, yeah, you're drifting a luxury car, yeah. With the JZX, it was, like, it worked so good. And, like, the with the R154, like, the gears are so long that you could literally drive that car with one hand and be, like, arm out the window, just, like, (laughs) letting it steer on its own because it just – it was so effortless. So I can for sure picture that happening where it's just, like, one hand manning it. (laughs) Plus, it's, like, I always thought about it, too, like, if I was gonna put seats in there, I would want I would want Reclining. the interior to match still. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, how do I match the series one blue suede like striped seats? Like, yeah, you, exactly. You know, yeah. You're not you, doing that. you completely strip them out and use the material as inserts <laughs> on your that's some like Volkswagen horse shit. Like yeah. you know what I mean, if you got the centers recovered. I mean, honestly, that's yeah. kind of the thing with me too. Like I'm building the Crestor right now, and I have two uh bride uh zero CSs, you know, the new whatever mid mid back ones or whatever yeah and it's like they're cool and everything but it's like i'm literally taking out like this like cool ass brown interior and putting yeah. in two black seats i was like at least the centers could match or something would be kind of cool or if the whole seat fucking matched that'd be really cool yeah that was always my idea behind it it was i would have i would have done it but i just yeah there was you had a was. racing seat in any of your cars i had two status like gold like blue carbon seats like in my garage for two years that were supposed to go in the jzx and they never put them in they just <laughs> they just yeah they were like the alcatan like alcatan. suede yeah. Uh, Al- yeah that with the like blue stitching and they were like blue carbon they were the craziest seats like that and they just sick. yeah they just, but they were the gtx fix backs and i was always like oh man i'm gonna lose like the reclining and all this shit <laughs> you're a big dude too you you yeah. oh. exactly right do some custom mounts if you got a fix back on that thing that's the thing my head would have been through the roof like i need basically like short rails or like just like solid mount rails that were solid mount rails yeah exactly or you can just do that you can get them pretty low in those cars they just have to make everything that's the thing uh you know I don't have like a guy on hand that can yeah. weld or anything. I mean, I don't have a Jerry now, or a Dustin now, or you now, know, I, you now I do. Now I can, now now do, I can yeah. get someone yeah, to do that. You know, but before it was like, hey, DJ or someone, you know, can you think you can come over here and maybe try and help me out? It's just the availability just wasn't there yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the other lesson to take away from Carter, which I've always very much appreciated, Carter you never built your cars it was never like you got a car and you're like now i need to build it you were like i'm just gonna drive it and then you would build it as you went most dudes think they're great drivers and they need a car to match but you were just like no i'm just gonna like drive this thing as best as i can until it absolutely requires me to do something to make it a hundred percent like that was basically that's probably the way to live your life too you know (laughs) yeah that was exactly That was everything that the S14 was basically like I did small modifications here and there, but like I did everything slowly as I just like got used to the car to the point where I had, you know, like power FC upgraded injectors, the S15 turbo, you know, like all that shit, the like basic run of the mill stuff. 
and it was tuned and it worked great. I drove that. It had Driftworks angle kit, the full like GeoMaster angle kit mm-hmm. in it. So it was like dialed. The car worked amazing. And I drove it every day. Like I drove it to work. I drove it to go get food. Like I drove it everywhere, you know? So I knew that car like the back of my head. Like yeah. any corner that I wanted to drive or like any corner I wanted to drift, I know exactly how to do this, right? It, just because I got yeah. so used to it. And then... I had the dumb idea. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to crack open this motor and really dip into it. So I did like cams and head gasket and this and that. And then I put it all together. Then I decided, man, maybe you should just do the bottom end too. And at that time, you know, you could, I think it cost, I think it cost me like 3,500 bucks to build the whole motor, like top to bottom. Like, and that was including machining, you know, balancing blueprinted. Like I had like the sheets from the yeah. shop to do like all the balancing and everything. It was fully built. And, uh, and then, yeah, we took it out, had that issue happen. And then, no, the first time was when I just cracked it open and did the top end. And then we spun the rod bearing second time, put it all back together after doing the balance and blueprint. And, uh, we did a brand new OEM, uh, oil pump and the gear inside the oil pump failed and pretty common be something yeah and so that motor or blue spun another bearing so <laughs> third, third time around with the same motor and like two new two different cranks uh put it all back together and then it just never ran right and after that when i got the jzx i was like you know what i'm not going through that again yeah. I'm going to leave this car exactly how it is. It doesn't need anything to work. You know, it works great. So I just didn't touch it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to have a car that was just like failing me nonstop. I wanted to yeah. drive. I wanted to enjoy it. You know, I wanted to be able to go wherever I wanted to go and not have to be like, oh man, like what if this car fucking fails me again? That's a pretty common so, thing in the, in the, you know, in the world we live in. People yeah. People just yeah. get frustrated and just. Yeah, but you also got to make sure you keep the magic in it, I believe, is the saying. <laughs> it's the thing, man. Don't open that shit up. Yeah. 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 And the magic, but the I mean, magic's you, still if, in there? If you got an egg-shaped clutch, you know, like you're going to wreck some shit. Yeah, yeah. So. Set me on a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy that it's like you got – the in Western Canada for sure, and I won't speak for other parts of Canada or the world – but the moment you get a Toyota in your origin story of having a Toyota, Gerard magically appears and he's in the picture. So Gerard's the first person. Like one of my earliest memories of the Aristo is Gerard sitting in a campground at DUI making fun of the rear window. And it's like, huh, that guy, like anyone who touched a Toyota was in the vicinity of a Toyota. Was like yeah. serial nine, like, and that was just it. Like, you go Saskatchewan, people are there, like, and then I'm gonna get the serial nine stuff, and it's like, I don't know what that is because I drive a Nissan. But as soon as you <laughs> are in the realm of Toyota, you unlock the mysterious Gerard, and he appeared. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so funny that you say that because like that last year when we were at DUI, that's um, when I met you. We had the S14. Yeah. And I had had the JZX for like a year, maybe not even. 
and you had the stasia and you were like drinking coffee out of the sunroof the one morning. You were <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and, and I think Kevin, Kevin, you were there too, weren't you? Yeah. Kevin, no, I don't think I was there that year. No. 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 Swear, yeah, I, I brought the stasia and camped. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was a different year. The year when they, they had the rattlesnakes over in Devon and Curtis goats. I swear you were there for yeah. that year. I was there for that year. Yeah. Yeah. You were there for that year, but. Yeah, I remember like Gerard being there when he had the stasia and you like rolled in super late at night. You had one of your I can't remember who else was with you with the with the Toyota. I think it was Maybe. Cute. Yeah, yeah, that that might have been I don't correct. Know. Cute? Is there? I no, I went, I went in the stasia by myself, man. Uh, I think Someone, I think I maybe the only Alex Lee he took the motorcycle. Uh, Someone else rolled in like at the same time. Maybe they weren't you guys weren't together and it was just like a coincidence or Perfect I think I met Alex there. I met Alex there that time. Yeah, you did meet I, Alex there. Yeah, yeah, but it was funny because the last, like, after the event, you hung out for the day, and it was yeah. like raining, and I just remember us chilling under the tent, like hanging out and shooting the shit, and yeah, yeah. just like talking about random shit, and yeah, we were having. Yeah, that like sounds a little, like Jerry. Little yeah. combo a rain, about a the Jays and X. That feels very rare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never um, knew what you were going to get when you were on top of them at that Lost Moose Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Like some, di- some days you would wake up and it would be crystal clear and then you would drive down to the track and it'd be pouring rain. And then other <laughs> days it would be super shitty up top and then you would go down and there would be nothing going, like no rain or no nothing, right? So it just all depends. <laughs> I want to say, so I thought, and I could be very wrong, the first time you actually met Kevin it was when they rolled into Regina to pick you up for final bout. I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's what I thought. Well, that that's that's the first time that that we met. I just remember Kevin like being at DUI. Like, I don't remember us like really talking. I just yeah, remember I just remember people. him like you know being, when there's like thirty people that are all yeah, out together. You don't yeah. really meet anybody, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. No, th- me. I, the first time I met Kevin was when when we became best buddies. When we started just <laughs> slam slamming beers in a on a fucking voyage across West uh, or East Canada or wherever in the gravel parking lot. And that was the best. You guys came and slept at my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you guys came and crashed. I believe the story goes, and I wasn't there because I flew to that final bout. But wasn't it? You made the smart decision. One of you was having a beer at 10 in the morning, I believe, and I don't remember which one it was. Carter? When you were loading the trailer? I looked at Carter and was like, hey, you want to drink a beer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, yeah. Are you talking about when we we were loading up? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had a bunch of beers in the cooler already in the box of the truck. And you're like, do you want one? Yeah. You like had a beer in your hand. You're like too early for a beer or some fucking random like one-liner i'm like no like yeah i definitely want a beer let's go (laughs) let's get this shit going i remember by the time uh we were at final bout and you guys went to the mexican restaurant and then you Mm. came back and you're but uh maybe it was was before that maybe because when you came back you were all drunk but i remember you and kevin and we're like talking and I was like, hey, can you guys just stop drinking for like one minute? And Gerard's like, right? And I was like, oh, I'm in the responsible camp with Gerard. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, very we, vivid we, memory of we didn't Gerard have, being very responsible. <laughs> we didn't have any responsibilities. We were literally sitting in the backseat of this truck, just like driving across North America. 
We're just yeah. like, yeah. fucking, what else are we supposed to do? Shoot um, the shit. But that is a, that is a fun story of, yeah, you join the Serial Nine Drift Team for Final Bout. Yeah, and the first time like you guys on the way really, there. <laughs> yeah. on the way there. Yeah, and the first time you drive together is at Final Bout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys showed up in the middle of the night. Was it? It was, was it, it like, was like midnight in yeah, your one thirty like or something. Midnight. You were drifting around. Yeah, I was out for beers with someone. Some like refi- you were like yeah, like we showed up to the shop and then like. And yeah. later you showed up. You guys, you guys left your vehicle where like our shop space yeah. was. Yeah. Because in the morning when we came back, uh, I remember Gerard having to cut out like a bumper support or something. You were you needed like <laughs> yeah. a zip disk yeah. and you, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we like we chopped it up there and then and then loaded loaded up the car and yeah that was my rebar. Yeah, I had to cut the rebar in, into pieces. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what it was. <laughs> loaded up and on our yeah, way. That was sweet. <laughs> That's sweet. That was awesome. It was it was super funny too because the next day when everyone showed up for like work, like all the other people that are at this shop space, there's just like a fifty foot fifty <laughs> yeah. foot wedge with a big F four fifty attached to it and like all these flashy ass cars. And I remember the one dude was just like, What the fuck is like what is going on? Like yeah. he's this old old head dude into muscle cars and shit, just having a, a full meltdown at not knowing what was on the trailer. Why are there so many Volvos on that trailer? Yeah. Why is why is that car pink? Uh, so you go to final bout, you guys drive together. I feel like at that final bout, were there a yeah, lot we of one hundreds at that? I, final? I feel like no. we went through that downer town, and that was like the. Cr- Still to this day feels like the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Which part? What? What? When we were in that like oh that crazy town, town with the like siren. Oh the siren! Oh, the siren. Oh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that that little town was like some wrong turn type yeah movie yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, Real exactly. creepy. <laughs> yeah, Not, like on oh, like man. I'm like a fully white guy, and I was yeah. going to be there. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To be fair, you're a fully white guy with a pink car. I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who's really good at roller skating? (laughs) Blading. Yeah. Both. (laughs) He can do both. Apparently, yeah, I went roller skating. I'm apparently not too terrible at roller skating. He didn't even have to tie him up. Uh, Anyway, it is uh, different. You guys go to find about. There was two. Who was the other 100? Oh, uh, Stone. Rich Whiteman. Oh, Rich 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 Whiteman. Whiteman. Yeah, Whiteman. Okay. Yeah, that dude so you, didn't tread. Yes, <laughs> yeah. definitely. His car and my car were like literal Complete polar opposites. Polar opposites. Yeah. yeah. Full build, stripped, gutted, everything. Like wide over fenders, zero degrees, gnarly setup, versus a completely bone stock car with like five degrees camber. <laughs> slammed. Yeah. Yeah. Slammed. Yeah. Street style, that, I believe. Dude, that thing shredded, though. I know. Like, I remember I know. him doing, like, backies, and then it's like, I remember him doing a whole lap with the hood up. So you're at Final Bout. You guys drive together. <laughs> Clearly, things go well enough that you continue to be comrades. Well, it's uh, funny, because it feels like all the things that Carter said before getting the JZX, and then, like, having the JZX, but sort of, like, before solidifying that relationship with Serial 9, all already very much aligned with zero nine you know so yeah yeah like i mean i i knew who you guys were like obviously followed 
you guys and stuff like that. Everything you guys were about was pretty much what I always had really kind of been about. I wasn't really too worried about, you know, zero degrees and like maximum mm-hmm. grip. Like I liked cars that look cool and stylish and like simple, but aggressive. I've always loved just like solid cars. I, the whole fat, like the whole phase of uh, like crazy livery stuff. I've always loved the fact of like our cars, even when you guys did do like uh, decals and stuff on them, they're just like very, very subtle, you know, mm-hmm. I've always loved that. That's one, like one thing that's always really st- stood out, but no, like everything you guys are about was, and it's it very, it like solidified it so much at final boat because then we started driving and I was just like, man, like, this is like everything I'm into. This is all I want to do. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Carter, you're the one of few people, like, cause I would say you got into drifting a little bit, not later actually, but like from when most of us in Saskatchewan, like the core group of who our friends are got into it, you were yeah. like a little bit on the tail end of that. So you yeah. never really had, it felt like, and I could be wrong. You had street junkie that you were a part of, Yeah, but when you really started traveling, you were always like kind of on your own. It felt like I remember you went to Super D, mm-hmm. and yeah. we we won't get into the details, but some things changed <laughs> about who your driving team was, and uh, <laughs> you know you kind of had to go out there and drive by yourself almost. You were yeah. always, uh, uh, I, I will say, a lone wolf at all these events. You loved driving, you loved going places, but the yeah. time for that for everyone else had passed. You're the one guy that stuck it out. Yeah, there were some tourists in there and then Carter was like a lifer, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I just like always had like this like drive to want to like go to different places and experience, you know, like driving in different settings or whatever. I didn't really think yeah. about the whole aspect of, oh, I need to have like this whole crew of people there. It's like, I just wanted to go there and drive. And like, also, yeah. I just wanted to go to these places to like, you know, test like my skill against other people, you know, just like, I wonder if I'll be able to like drive with these guys or whatever, you know, and then all of a sudden you're just doing it. You're just like, man, like, like, this is, this is what it's all about. Driving like 20 some out. Like, I think the first time I went to California, I think it took us 29 hours. We had a slight detour, got to one of the border crossings and it was close. We had to backtrack and go to a different one. And that was just like, yeah, me and, my girlfriend at the time so we were just like along for the ride just like <laughs> driving literally <laughs> yeah. across basically almost down to mexico you know regina <laughs> I, I do love that because i remember when you got there you were just you're like t- man t- la is still huge about it to this day oh yeah i remember when we first got there the first time like i was just pulling into the outskirts and the lady that we were staying, like the the Airbnb that we had booked, classic, like stupid mistake, just like not, you know, thinking about going to a different place, like a different city. And if there'll be parking and yeah. the place that we stayed was in this place called Eagle Rock, I think. Anyways, it was kind of in the valley a little bit. And the house that we were staying at was on a cul-de-sac. So there's no yeah. parking on the street or anything so yeah. there was no place for us to put this truck and trailer it just so happened this lady her neighbor worked at some like studio place so we ended up parking the via- the truck and trailer and like driving my car the whole time we were in california but she was like oh yeah let me know when you're 
in or pulling in, you know, and, uh, and then we can touch base from there or whatever. So I call yeah, her and I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah. Like, well, you know, we should be there shortly. She's like, you're at least three hours away still. <laughs> that's, when I, that's when I really, really realized like, Oh my God, like, this is way yeah. out of my element. The, yeah, you were like, there's so many lanes on the road. I remember yeah. when I saw you. Totally. You were like, why are the roads so big? Total mayhem. I'm 10 man. minutes away. Honey, you're three hours away from Legit. Yeah. That's like Regina. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, I'll see you in 15 minutes. I'm on the other side of the city. I can get there in 20, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a whole I different world. I was like, oh, man, we've covered a lot. Are we going to have more to talk about? And then I remembered, you don't even have the 100 anymore. We spent all I mean, this time talking about it. We haven't really that. covered that much. I, mean, I guess we've yeah, covered Yeah, we yeah, yeah. We just yeah. covered I the think history just of cars. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's what we're here for. So now you have a JZS 171 crown. Yeah. The most. You know, su- some people the, would say is the same car. You know? Superior to the 100 superior. in every way every way yes 100 tell me, tell me all about the superiority i mean i guess like maybe a little bias just because like mine is a vx but like this the interior is the biggest thing like the interior is like black leather you know like the new modern style dash and you know gauges whatever like it's just it's such a nice car to drive around in every day like i just enjoy it like yeah. the, the, the 100 is cool, but it's still the like nineties JDM style, you know, like plastic and just very basic. This car feels like a new car. Yeah, when you the interior is not much better than like a A101 Corolla. No. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, the 17, the 17 crown interior does feel like just a, like a step, step down from like the Aristo Celsius interior. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, it it's makes a weird sense. halfway. Like, the left oh, sorry, halfway. Those are those are the more like luxurious side. So I could see that being Yeah. That making They're sense. On their way. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean it is it's cool though, you know, it's like Does yours like have my, a uh, power driver seat and a manual passenger seat? Power both. Power oh, front. Okay. Like both front and back and the rear seats are reclining. Oh wow. In yeah, in that car too. Full leather, sunroof. I wonder what that like, car weighs. Uh, I think I, I think it's like this is my car. Thirty. My car had a manual. Something like that. Like it's heavy, or maybe it's thirty six, thirty seven. Yeah, I don't it's know. Probably right around there. It's definitely yeah. Aristo, it, or like coming up to Aristo. Uh, what about your Mark X? It's gone. The, the Mark X is gone. Yeah, I sold no, that no, no, car. No. I'm just curious if. Uh, like, did it have both power fronts? Oh, well? no. The Mark X the Mark X had power front seats. Yeah, it did have power. But it was just cloth seats. Because both my 17 and my 18 had power driver manual passenger. Really? Yeah, no. Yeah. Both both of mine had uh, – or no, you are right. My The Mark X had a, had a manual passenger seat. The driver was power, manual passenger but yeah. yeah no the the one seven is like fully loaded it's a it's a nice unit i love driving it and like with all the suspension i kind of did a complete flip from the chaser like the chaser yeah. i handled all the rear suspension and dealt with like didn't have to do much front wise but the front like the yeah. crown we did everything you know like got the short spindles from you 
whole new front end, you know, like uh, new uppers. They're just like factory uh, with like 100 new bush. Yeah. New bushings or whatever, but still like replace the uppers and then the lowers, you know, like tie rods, everything, all brand new bushings. Like, man, that car drives amazing. It feels great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a super nice car. I feel like we don't actually stress this enough on the podcast, which is really funny because it's a serial nine podcast, but how much better everything worked when you put serial nine parts on your car. Like I get it because it sounds like you're eating your own dog food, but like (laughs) every time I get serial nine parts on my car, I'm like, yo, this is way better than what it was. And seriously, it kind of sounds like that's what you got going on too. Is that idea? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it took a little while to get everything dialed in, mostly just with like making the wheels fit after doing the LCAs. Um, and yeah, once I got that dealt with, like, man, that car drives amazing. It fits. I feel like, like a little it, bit spoiled because, like, yeah, it feels like the Altezza's been completely sort of outfitted, like subframe diff pushing, yeah, every single arm, everything, you know, the AK as soon as it happened for a long time and like i love driving that car and like even recently i kind of pulled it out for the shop and took it around the the complex for the first time and i was like man like the turn-in feels so nice and everything feels so crisp but like it's, to me it, it still doesn't feel harsh you know yeah no like, i you know i i 100 agree with you man uh it's hard to explain like i'm trying to think the word to like put on it's like the car just feels like one solid unit. Like everything works as if it should, if it was completely brand new factory, like just drives so nice, man. When you turn the wheel, it turns exactly where you want to go. Even when you hit bumps and stuff, like it just absorbs it. Man, they, it drives, they drive great for being such a big body car. You'd think you'd like, I don't know, rub or like high center or whatever, but yeah, everything seems to function like really well. If we get to go to Schwano this year, like I oh, yeah. would really like to take the 17. Man, I would I would love for that to happen 100%. It'd be very sick to have. If you guys are taking the 17, then I should just take the Blit because then we'd have cars that yes. literally nobody fucking has. That would literally. be so fucking wild. I've had this yeah. vision. Like I've thought of, I've, I swear to God, I've had this dream like four times this fucking week. Like where it's like all of us at final boat and all of yeah. like in those three cars i was just gonna say chob did say in our podcast he's like it feels like the next big thing will be the crown yeah, you know, yeah. Was like because he saw you know talking about carter's car and stuff and yeah. i i thought that was really interesting and I'm, actually i'm super stoked on the crown i love the jzx everything about it was awesome but I feel like I have so much more enjoyment from the crown just from all the work that's been done to it and getting like a little bit of feedback from it. You know, like it's just like feels good to have this car that you've, you know, put a bunch of work in and it's like working how it's supposed to somewhat, you know, a completed car. Also, it's just like I was super stoked to have a car that is not necessarily very easy for, you know, uh, everyone else to like obtain and have like as a drift car, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things for me. Yeah. I just wanted something that not everyone could have. As soon as the J, as soon as everyone started getting 100s, I was like, all right, I'm over this. Get me into something Nobody thinks this is a Volvo anymore. I need something (laughs) else that they won't understand. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's fair. I, I kind of get that too. Also, and I'm not 
saying anything against anyone how they build their cars here, but it's like, yeah, once once everybody else gets a hold of something, it's very easy to watch people go like ham and just build something off the rails crazy. Whereas like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're no longer the outlier, which is kind of part of what we do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, all right, yeah, touche. hey. I did have a question and I want to touch on it before I forget because I've been Please drinking. Do. So Caden wrote in, said, Hey Ryan, love the podcast. Just listened to the new episode and noticed you mentioned the next episode. You talked about crowns. That's where Carter comes in. Was wondering what you guys was wondering what you guys thought about the Majestas. Technically they are a crown yeah. with a V8, and I haven't heard you guys talk about them before. And I thought that is true. We spend a lot of time talking about Jay-Z's. We don't talk about the V8, the Toyota V8s a lot. So does anyone here have thoughts on the Majestas, the, the V8s, any of that? Uh, yeah, I feel like I could talk a little bit about it because I, I had the 17. I had a Celsius, which had the 1UZ, and now I have the S190 that has the 3UZ. Yeah, basically they are a 17 crown, but their suspension is more similar to a 161, 147. Uh, I don't. I've never really driven one sportingly myself. Uh, they have different headlights and different taillights on the 17. Uh, there was, I think there was a 15 Majesta as well. Yeah, uh, the 15 Majesta which actually kind of cool. Super yeah, sick. it does look super sick, and like to be able to get the V8 in the and, and the 15 Majesta has the same suspension as a JZX90 100. So that's uh, no, I kind think of that, a, I don't know about the Majesta, man. I think that's just oh, really? stuff. I kind of think so, yeah. I kind of think it's 147. I, I kind of thought that was before the 147 came out. No, I don't know. Because 147 was like 94 to 90, 97. Or no, we got to update the whole website. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the Majesta the Majesta is a bit of a weird animal. It's like, yeah, like because they put the V8 in it. With, I've never known one someone who was like really keen on getting one. They're primarily VIP cars. They're pretty big, you know, VIP platforms. But yeah, Toyota's weird at that. Like they will overbuild the shit out of everything. So anything that has a V8 has the big suspension. Uh, so they basically took a 17 athlete put the V8 in and then put the 16 Aristo suspension in the front. So it's not all compatible. I mean, if you have, you know, enough ingenuity, you could just put all the smaller suspension on and just use all the IS or the regular crown stuff, or you can just get, you know, Aristo stuff. Yeah, it is different. Uh, I don't know about the steering rack, the speed or any of that stuff, but if you did have one, we have uh, knuckles for them. Now we have the AK 49s for, the 161 and the Majesta. So that well, that's awesome. great news. Yeah, I mean, we also have, we also <laughs> hey, have uh, we also hold have on, rear hold on, and dip bushing and yeah, I mean, we've been else for that car as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on though. Fun fact: Carter uh, grew up, and actually, your current house uh, is across the street from a Crown Majesta owner, or a Crown Majesta owner also grew up across the street from you. Is that yeah, correct? Jesse. Jesse, yeah, he hasn't lived there no more. But yeah. <laughs> no, I know. He's a grown-up. He's got his own house. But, yeah, actually, his <laughs> ever... his Majesta just got totaled off. <laughs> oh, no. Don't oh, get me wrong. Like, it, I, I actually, like, 
like the way they look like they look pretty cool i really like the the back end like how round it is it doesn't make sense like how it looks like like the way like why it looks like that it almost looks like the car is two front ends but for, for <laughs> it does but no you're right some, no not in some way right. in some way it's, it's still kind of like it's, it's like still when you can see it from cool. the front okay you know yeah some people like that yeah some people like a large posterior <laughs> that's a, that was an 18 Majesta, wasn't it? Well, that's the uh, answer then to what how we feel about Crown Majestas. And they are mm-hmm. nice. They look cool. And I get it. I think my issue with any V8, not with any V8 Toyota, that's, uh, that's a radical thing to say. No. I my issue is... Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, prior to Kevin's uh, GS is that uh, the, all the V8 ones, the there was never that much payoff. Like I get it, it was smooth and it was made for a very old man going to a country. Yeah, club. yeah. Uh, and you know, I always say that when I yeah, do I mean, that Celsius, Toyota Toyota ness word. Like every car is made for the old man driving to the country yeah. club. And they, they don't want you to reply to anybody because I was about to reply to you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> no. They don't want anybody to have any fun, you know. Like yeah. my car, like literally, like my car gets two degrees of slip angle, and it's beeping at you, and oh yeah, locking up the brakes, and it's like, man, like, can I have like just the tiniest, tiniest yeah. modicum of fun? Yeah, yeah. even on it, even like, even that Mark X was kind of like like it was pretty bad too. The second you hit the gas and it like starts to slip, it just cuts you from everything, and that shit was so, so fucking annoying, like. Man, some t- to one, the point sometimes where you can't even like snow. Yeah, yeah like, like you can't even move. No, you can't move exactly. It's like yeah. you need you need a bit of slip, you need yeah. a bit of momentum, and it's like the wheel slips and it cuts the power for so long that you yeah. lose your momentum and now yeah. you're stuck where you were. It's like, it's like it's like three four seconds before it's like all right, we'll give you a little bit, and then they're like, no, and never it's mind. only a little never bit. Mind. Yeah, yeah, it's like thirty. Just a taste. Yeah, yeah. No. This is a little yeah. tickle. But, but I, mean, I if think my mom was oh. driving that car, it, it would feel appropriate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the, there's not uh, <laughs> there's no way to like turn it down. You can only completely turn it off. Yeah. When the intended consumer no, drives the car, it. it's probably great. But like <laughs> I said, I drove the Celsius <laughs> in Regina. And I feel like at that point, Carter, you still had the the S chassis. Everyone was driving really fast, fun cars. And it's like, yeah. the, my car can air out. And that was like all it could do. Like it was yeah. a big sofa. It's like this, like air out. Look at me. Hey, bro. See you later. Yeah. We're going drifting. Yeah, it's very We're going. Honestly, it was like there was a couple people that were drifting maybe. But like Evan and like Mike. And Joel and like all these guys had like cars that they would just like go into the highway and just do like highway pulls. Like Mike's yeah. Mike's super that he built, like was just the most extensive fucking build in the world. Like he had like three different two J's. One of them was from some like crazy shop out of Texas or some shit like that. Like it was just like so far above and beyond what anyone else was fucking doing in Regina. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. Every time you go, like he got it like a, a brand new yeah. paint job, like, and like he had all the extra like carbon pieces on it that were like 
painted over, you know, like it just, yeah, it was like so much past everything. Didn't they sell that car like 18 grand as well? Yeah. It was, like this, yeah. Like, it was this yeah. wild Supra, but it was right in that like valley when nobody wanted anything. Yeah. And that just like gave this Supra. That, that, that car, like I, I don't know how much he spent, but I would probably guess that like he was upwards of maybe like 60 70 grand with like all the parts and work and like he did like two or three different turbos and like back and forth to dyno different places to get it dynoed and this and that like man it was just like it's ridiculous nowadays that car would be like $150,000 or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that like there are a lot of those uh yeah, Actually, I remember back, back in the day, there was definitely some weird, crazy shit. Because, I mean, even our buddy used to own literally the Bosby GTO, which was like, you know, the the Mitsubishi GTO. The car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. car. And I'm sure there was probably like tens of thousands of hours of development or, you know, all this shit. Like, and then he probably just bought it for like fucking 15 grand or something. Yeah. And I think he eventually just like parted it out. But like, yeah, like there's always that sort of thing where... That's the thing, man. If like if you had the money and you knew, you could literally just have a warehouse of Supras oh. and GTRs and like Cam Cam Johns oh, had yeah. a R32 GTR with like RG RG2s or whatever the fuck on it, and I think he paid like ten grand for it. Another one of our friends, Bode, had uh, one that he like <laughs> blew up and sold it to a friend of ours for like a thousand bucks or some shit. Like like they were fully disposable at that point. Yeah, like people yeah. were like just throwing them away. Didn't Evan and you guys crush one with like a front end loader or something? <laughs> that, or was, that, that was that was Bodes. So he blew yeah. the, the the transmission or something blew up, and the flywheel came through the floor of the fucking car. So it was like, <laughs> yeah. So it was like a TL. So they bought the car, took everything that they could off of it, glass everything. And then they put like the bucket of a fucking bobcat through the like roof of it or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just sent it on its so, way. It's so yeah, funny to think about. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I, I completely like destroyed and you know like sold for dollar for or just gave away Corolla shells that like were totally fine in hindsight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to the point, uh, the super owner that we were talking about now owns a GTS Porsche. GT3 RS. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Carter, you just recently bought a. I did. Fucking I, big I boy pants super, there. You threw, you threw that JZX100 away? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, all the money. From the JZX went into the JZS. <laughs> it went. <laughs> it went directly from from one vehicle straight over to Serial Nine, and then we <laughs> built a we built a whole another car with it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. I yeah, I picked up a a Porsche a little. I mean, while that feels ago. like true car guy fashion. Just straight. Oh man, one car, yeah. one car. Like, oh yeah, I sold my car today. Like, 
oh, uh, I spent all the money on mods for a car that is not even here yet. Like, yeah, yeah, legit. I, mean, <laughs> I feel so like true. we briefly had that conversation last week about my car, where it was like, okay, if the Aristo got sold and I bought an yeah. ISF and then I put all the money into the ISF and then I have to get suspension and all the other stuff, like the money was yeah. already gone. Like it wasn't like, oh, yeah. and then you take a little bit and invest in retirement. And you're like, no, no, it's <laughs> how do you? immediately put all that money into another thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's exact- not how. It's very easy how. Oh, yeah. Ah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did the exact same thing with the, like, S14. When I parted out the S14, all the money from the S14 went into the went into the JZX just to, like, get, you know, like, better coilovers and the wheels that I wanted and this and that, whatever. Like, so it, it's just a, a ripple effect that just keeps keeps going no matter well, the thing is, like, you're not selling that doing. car. Like, that's the whole reason you're selling that car, so that you can yeah. like <laughs> get to the next thing. It's like exactly if, if in some yeah. world you didn't need to sell that car to do the things there that you wanted to do, you just keep that car and yeah. do those things anyway. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you who's selling those cars and then cashing out. Bunch and of tourists. So that's who. Yeah, uh, they're tourists. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. <laughs> and now so was... you. Mike and Evan all have Porsches. So how long until all the other guys in Regina get Porsches? I feel like Gellner's eyeing them up. I feel like <laughs> BJ's looking for Porsches. Gellner bought my fucking money crown. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 I bought a one eight crown. It's been in Japan for the last like fucking three months, like waiting. Oh, like you haven't shipped it yet. So got to Vancouver like a week or two ago. Sick. And then, and then, yeah, <laughs> Jason, I've, I've been like trying to get rid of it because at the same time I was dealing with all this Porsche bullshit, which was just fucking oh, making me the spiral. The, the one that has, it has like Modelista, like, yeah, the kid. Modelista kid and the sunroof yeah. and the sunroof, yeah, black leather, yeah, like top of, the, top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm, Carter's I'm happy. Yeah, Carter's I'm, I'm not very happy about having to get rid of it, but whatever. Old hot hands Gellner is gonna have it now. Does it does it crack dash? Uh, it has a dash mat in it. Oh, so you don't know. Yeah, it's got a crack dash. It has a it has a yeah it has a dash mat, but yeah. yeah, And then I have the dash mat can't hide the cracks because most of the cracks are on the like the other side that the dash mat doesn't hide exactly it's 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 actually a full mat that goes all the way across right down to it's like i've never seen it droops down yeah it droops down oh wow yeah it's like some custom made one or some shit like that so (laughs) no maybe but we're also maybe they knew it cracked and they got this crazy custom mat so it would never crack Maybe and it Maybe. isn't right, that. Right. Yeah. Either way, either way, I'm not happy about getting rid of it. Like I have those um, weds Vishnu sitting in the fucking garage. Oh really? What size? Uh, they're twenty <laughs> by nine point five, twenty by ten point five. Yeah. Uh, three point five lips, four point five lips. Uh, they're like that. Me, I don't know what that like, means. But it like sounds outer, pretty, outer yeah, lips. No. Like three. Yeah, those, that sounds, no, no. Yo, like please let me get you those. You want the offset. So yeah. they're like, um, no, no, I already the, said, like, just let me get those for me. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they would, if, they if probably, it's three and a half, if it's three and a half inches of dish on the front, that's and, 75, that's, and they're, 
And they're 19-inch wedge project Vishnu's. They're 20. 20 inch. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. ballers. Come fuck. on, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let me buy this from you. Yeah. I swear you messaged me like Kevin Fox. Like three weeks. Yeah, please. Like three weeks ago, being like, so I hear you have some wheels in your garage. <laughs> Who said that? Kevin did. I haven't I, I literally I, no, like let me get those. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, I, oh, yeah, that's like, you, that's like dream wheel for me. Like I know they're yeah, I, like Vish News for uh, I sent them to you. Take them off my hands. I got I got money burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> All right, done deal. <laughs> Actually, you've driven a lot of different types of Toyotas, which is interesting, or owned even. So you had the Mark X. Yep. Which you did not care for. Yeah, I like I. I will say this: the car is fucking bulletproof. Like I put on like fifteen thousand k in under six months. Like I drove that car fucking all over the place, everywhere. I took it down to Whitefish and back. Like, oh yeah, man, that car had never failed me once, but it didn't have cruise, which was a bummer. Uh, and I know whatever, like Japanese cars only do what, like their cruise is only 105 or some shit like that, or 108, whatever yeah. it is. But still, like, just like being able to take your foot off the pedal at some points would be nice when you're doing, you know, like eight plus hours so yeah. if it had cruise control, just a little I, pop rush yeah if it had yeah, i was cruise, gonna say you should get the serial nine uh cruise control mod which is yeah we gotta start selling that kevin wedges a stick like a, a uh, an adjustable rod rod between it's a hood prop the seat, adjustable hood prop. prop how does that between, even work because like like doesn't your like pedal like fluctuate in speed sometimes like oh totally that's i mean it's not it's not control, it's throttle control. Okay. So like so like if you if you go downhill, you start really going. And oh, you yeah. go uphill, you start like not going. Just yeah. chugging back a little bit. Yeah. But then down, like yeah. on, on like because if you have like a bucket seat, it has like a completely vertical forward facing wall, and that's where yeah. I jam it. So like you can just push it slowly lower and uh, that okay. increases the throttle. And then you can you. pull it up a little bit with your hand, and that oh, decreases. It, yeah, you so like, it's like, you got it's like not a whole perfect. thing going on. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> dude. But no, the um, Mark X, good car. Wish it had more features, but it was a good, good, solid car. It was a pretty bare bones car. That one. Also, I didn't know I, that because I, I feel like, like the Mark X is like the is the continuation of the X chassis, and yeah. it's kind of bare bones. It's supposed to be sportier, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, Except like, it doesn't come with a good engine. Yeah, the smaller engine. But then I was like, is it maybe is it just like the base model compared to like the crowns and shit like that? You know, like because it is kind of bare bones. Like it had cloth seats and yeah, not not all the extra shit that all the other cars have. So I don't know. It was a nice car, <laughs> but I wouldn't buy another one. Yeah, <laughs> like every like time I, a resounding review. Okay, because I would always compare it to like Kevin's Crown, and I was always like, Crown was at the shop, and the Mark yeah. X was there beside it, and I was like, Yeah, man, like the Crown is so much nicer than the Mark <laughs> X, like in every way. But uh, yeah, because I also like, I feel like I also let you and Ryan drive that car. Like I yeah. just let anybody drive that car. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I there there was a while where it was insured and I just let it at the shop and I was like anybody anyone just take this car for the weekend 
yeah. take it overnight, just drive this yeah. car if you want to go experience it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just a, the old workhorse. Like, yeah, I love 18 crowns. I love how they look. I, I really like, yeah, I, I, even that car, like, man, I love that car. It was great. Yeah. But then, yeah, like having, having the GS, which is the same suspension, like essentially as that car, but like just with a different engine, I don't know. It's just like, I do, I do like the GS quite a bit more. That's a big unit too. The, G, it, the GS. I have experienced that. Like, you know, I got to park, I got to park this thing, <laughs> parallel park this thing every night yeah. in my neighborhood. Yeah. And there's a bunch of times where I'm like, Ugh, yeah. I can't fit that spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's a lot. A pretty normal size spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a hey. big, big unit like that needs is some 20 yeah. inch Vishnu's yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if you can collectively do this. So everything that is post Jay-Z engine Toyota. So all of these cars yeah. that we've talked yeah. about. Yeah. Could you make a ranking list of which one is best? Like what is the most intriguing to like the most least intriguing. desirable? Or like the one that you yeah, want the most. So like yeah, you got like know, a GS. We got yeah. a, we've had a Mark X list talked about. We had the Crown, Crown yeah. Majestas. Uh, I don't know what grounds, else fits in 18 there. crowns. Uh, yeah. I just bought a BMW, so fuck all those Toyota things. <laughs> oh, yeah. we went so long without you doing this. DM Gerard and congratulate him on getting rid of one BMW and getting another BMW. Hey, remember when I asked the question about ranking the Toyotas and then we just... Yeah, I, don't, I, I honestly don't even remember that at all. I would buy a GS. That's, that's... A GS? I might buy an IS. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of want one. ISF? Actually... Oh, ISF? I, I, ISF would be I, sick. So, so for ISF me, is number one. What about aesthetically? Uh, aesthetically, I think the IS does. Oh, I mean, I'm still talking next gen, like the next gen yeah, yeah. after, not yeah. like new new. I'm talking like, not like new, new, Kevin's yeah. GS gen and like the Mark X gen and a little bit. Yeah. Later. Like what's available to us now from Japan? Let's say yeah. that. Isn't right, it a 204? I, I wouldn't have crown. Yeah, two hundred crowns available. Two hundred look pretty good. Even that, like the newest gen one, like the like those cars, they look fucking amazing. They do. Like I follow a couple guys from Japan that like have them. I remember what the hell his name is, but there was this one guy that had like Haku. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like the craziest, craziest build. But like, fuck those headlights, like how they like swoop up up. the side of the hood, like they look so sick. Those cars are so sick. I would buy one of those. I was like fully on the one A crown, but like the nah, maybe one of those. Wow. Dude, I love the one A crown too, but like, yeah, like that right. interior is just you, trash. It's yeah. fucking the, that's the, the, the ergonomics. Also, it's like the problem with the three GS is like the dash is is pretty trash. Honestly, yeah. like I, I'm yeah. not afraid to admit it. It sucks to admit it. But like it reminds me of the G35 a little bit in like texture and overall appearance, but maybe not in like like actual quality of the material. The the G35 dash felt like you know like very plasticky, but has the exact same appearance of this dash. But if this one feels like much richer or whatever, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the anyway the like the like 190. GS 
interior. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a bit of a step back from the yeah, the one. It's not as luxurious. luxurious. Yeah. It's not as luxurious. And same thing, like the UCF twenty interior and like the one sixty one interior almost feel like like the pinnacle Toyota interiors, if you will. They're not nice, but they're really like good. Like I do like. I mean, the, it's not the, that they're the not. I mean, I don't dash. know. Like, I, dude, I love it. Like, I don't think there's anything about the the UCF twenty or the sixteen default, really. No, no, no. I mean, they're they're yeah, they're they're amazing for their era. It's just like in today's day and age, they are definitely dated. Yeah, you're not getting like touch, really, really touch screen good. or any of that stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, like the whoa, whoa, whoa. the, the sixteen has a touch screen. It's just garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mine, mine has a touch screen. Yeah. Mine, yeah, has, like, mine has a touch screen. It's fucking yeah. wild and weird. Like. <laughs> um. But yeah. So, anyways, to your question, Ryan, is I actually did go through and was like, "Yo, what am I gonna buy?" And I looked at all the Toyotas and I was like, "Yo, two hundred crown." I was like, "Man, like, to me, the like reward of owning a Toyota that looks cool but drives super shitty." is mm-hmm. not worth it i wouldn't buy a toyota 100 no. i would fair. buy like the g37 because we can get the g37s now yeah so with the seven speed auto and they're actually priced really well like so like g37 sedan uh or you can get a the fuga like the y51 fuga which is like a beautiful car with the either the 3.7 or the v8 and it's a nissan so you know that shit gets sideways you know that shit's not gonna like bark at you all this stuff is the same as a 370Z or 350Z. So it's like, yeah. Or hey, a BMW like, is also a driver's whoa, car. You know what I mean? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. BMW. Remember when I asked you a multiple choice question and then you just scratched out all the multiple choice <laughs> and then filled in your own fucking random <laughs> answer? Like, oh, that's a yeah, on the, on the Scantron, like, on the Scantron yeah. you just got a zero, buddy. I wasn't the ask of what would you get instead of a Toyota, Gerard. I said rank them. I will give you a list of what I've jotted down, and then you can agree or disagree, but we'll start there. Number one, ISF. Available. I love it. Number two, I have the 200 crown. I would disagree. Uh, 200 crown. Oh, wait, wait. What are we taking? This, or like, what are we choosing? Or You're just making a, no, make a Reasonable list of the Toyotas top. That are oh, 100% 200 crown. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number three, the 3GS. Yes. 100%. That would be number two for me. Yeah. Number two for Kevin is a 3GS. I will accept that as well. Oh, we're doing probably order. Take... Oh, okay, okay. So number one's the ISF. No, so not number for two me. is okay. What is it for Th- you? This is why you make up your own fucking answers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I was trying to say earlier. I was trying to say earlier. I like the ISF on paper, but aesthetically, it doesn't do it for me. Like not even a bit. Like yeah. Okay, like, so which like one? Not even. I prefer the 3GS over the over the ISF. All right, the 3GS. Uh, but I think I between the 200 crown and the IS and the GS, the the GS, I'd say it's probably tie, because I think the crown can look better, but the GS has a very unique look. Right, Carter, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> What's up? What do you choose? So number <laughs> Jesus, Christ. number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. IS, IS, uh, I'm looking at another fucking car. Yeah, exactly. No, so what I just said, so, no, yeah, but no, the ISF and then the 200 crown and then the 3GS. 
Okay. That's Ryan's so opinion. Carter, What's your That's opinion? my opinion. Yeah. Um oh yeah, no, I for like modern you're talking? Yeah, above yeah. the one J Z car. Yeah, no, I would I like the ISS, I do. I also really like I don't know. There's something about it that I like I'm just like very intrigued by the the 200 crown i don't know maybe it's the like digital dash or like the fact that like some of them are hybrid which is fucking hilarious like you can <laughs> just yeah the craziest part about those cars is the factory arrow the arrow is yeah like that the arrow is like the walled kit on those cars like i've seen so many of them with the like walls and man they look so sick like they look I'm just fucking what even just the factory arrow. The oh factory yeah, no the fa- the factory arrow looks amazing, yeah. but like even the aftermarket shit just like man, every air like every lip kit I've seen for those cars, they look awesome. They look great. Even just like factory, no wheels, no nothing. Yeah, I yeah. could I I I'd probably Oh man, that's tough. Yeah. I'd probably have to say 200 200 crown All right. for number 1. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? What? What are we talking got, about, Ryan? Got notifications. I can't even get you guys to get through this fucking list. <laughs> Dude, we're where does the LS? Because we the LS drunk, drunk, so we all got drunk, and now you ruined it. <laughs> Gerard's not drunk. He's just Gerard. I might yeah, shotgun a beer right now. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Where? Where does the LS land on the list? Nowhere on my list. LS four thirty. Yeah, where are you going to put LS that? Or LS460? Sure. Any. Any. LS any. Say the, the 460 LS, and then the LS 430. Any. Nowhere. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's funny because, so, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, I'm just like, what's the word? Bitter with Toyota. It's like, I love these cars so <laughs> much. And then I just, then I drove a Beamer and I was like, fuck. Literally my entire automotive career is making these cars drive like, like, a normal car but i do i do think the new cars drive a lot better like the, <laughs> crown, so funny, the, beer. <laughs> the yeah like all of the new cars the next gen cars drive much better like, even the shitty 18 <laughs> crown that kevin had why is gerard unfazed he's just like, i'm gonna say this thing <laughs> because i'm trying to i mean you know all right. Just trying they to keep us on schedule here. <laughs> yeah, okay. oh, except so for when he tells us about a Fuga. The whole yeah, thing. Well, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, so Toyota. <laughs> amazing looking car. 200 Crown looks great. Interior, pretty decent. Could it be a good car? Yes. Does it have a good engine? Yes. And then Toyota just like turns everything down to like fucking two. It's like, you want to have fun? No. You want to fucking do a burnout? Maybe. No. Like, 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 like what is the car for? Like, it's to get you from point A to point B, like in an extremely boring ass manner. Like (laughs) driving fucking enjoyment. No, like get the fuck out of here. It's a nice looking car, but like, that's it. I will give you that visually you get it, but that's about it. You can't do anything else in it. One thing, one thing I will say about this and it might be controversial is like, visually sometimes you don't even get it yeah yeah like they're yeah. not super no. ever toyota is no, not no. known for doing exciting designs and yeah. it's only because the, what they're you, what highly getting, highly modified what you're and getting know what they can reliable. what you're getting is reliability yeah yeah you know and like and 
And that's and like, the thing. If you're like a, like a super, super car guy, maybe you can deal with a bit yeah. of like routine maintenance. Yeah. You so, know? for example, Carter, the Fuga. I mean, yeah, I or can't. The, or, or, the, or the Skyline, <laughs> like 370, G37 or whatever. You can yeah. tune those cars. You go, you buy a fucking NIST tune or whatever ECU. You flash yeah. it. It does burbles. You get 20 horsepower. You put fucking headers on it. You get 30 horsepower. Those yeah. cars can make 300 at the wheels. N.A. Yeah. So we didn't really land on anything. I feel like the consensus is, though, that the ISF is maybe got voted at the top of the list. And then the 200 crown was second on the list. And then because, Kevin, you got mildly outvoted. And then the three GS. Let's see that. I mean, and I guess between the good. between the two GR and the V8, I guess they kind of make around like the same power and etc. Yeah, um, I've heard people say that the two GR is faster. Two GR with the seven speed is yeah. quicker than the yeah. like three GR with the six speed, which makes sense. You have more time to be in a more precise power band but but realistically like buy those cars and not really do anything to them so you have to have them in stock form it is kind of way cooler to have a v8 yeah so yeah to me it also feels like the v8 is easier to modify though like there's more aftermarket support for the 3u 1u than there is for specifically in that gr i feel like also like the you the V8 would be like a little more sought after, would it not? Like if you I, wanted I to do, so. like if yeah. you wanted to, like you're not gonna put like a nice exhaust on the like two GR. I mean, they, they sound pretty good. They, they do you sound. They crown, they you would, do not sound but not bad. if you had a GS. You know what I mean? It's like if you got <laughs> yeah. a GS three fifty, that's the peasant model. But the two hundred, yeah. that's all. Yeah, I guess. I'm just like I'm just thinking yeah, like it's a weird in my mind I would be like oh like I'd rather have like a nice little like rumble of a V8 yeah. oh, over the yeah. other you know yeah yeah that's it a hundred percent so like and yes, then the V8 hi- hypothetically also easier to switch to a manual yep or did yeah. I make that up yeah okay no yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. right all right this yeah. is the last <laughs> question and it's just for for, for Carter. Okay, because someone messaged me that listens to the podcast and they actually said, hello, not a podcast question, but a Dodo Ryan B question. Oh, Carter. So I'm going to ask you, Carter, is Tumblr's pizza as hype as it sounds? Tumblr's pizza has the best sauce in Regina, as far as I know. I also haven't had Tumblr's pizza in a long fucking time, but from what I remember... It was nice. It was like square cut style pizza, but they still cut it like normal style. Good shit. Like a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. So, Best sauce. okay. Best sauce. Best sauce. Best so sauce I had a sure. very long, elaborate answer to the question. Uh, I will say this came from uh, Glocks. And I appreciated the question because I really went in on it. And they were like, that's more than I expected to get. For people that don't know, Regina, where I'm from and Carter lives, has a very specific style of pizza. Dude, it's been in the news like madly. Tumblr's also was like this wild place where you could go after hours and like rage. Like, I don't know if you knew that about. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that, Benoit, but. 
I've like, gone and done like karaoke at Tumblr. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like they 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 used to hold like after fucking parties, like after hour parties there, right inside the restaurant. Shit was wild. Why was Tumblr's in the news? What were they in the news about? Just no, I feel like Saskatchewan having its own specific type of pizza. Yeah, has has been in the news lately. It is a very specific type of pizza that is. It's so like some hard. sort of like Chicago esque pizza. Yeah, kind of yeah, like a little. Like, like but Chicago's I, like got I've, more I've sauce. I've literally seen it. it in the news lately. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like. like it's like a deli Chicago. sandwich, but yeah. yeah, it's like a deli sandwich made into a pizza. That's a great <laughs> like, way to explain it. It's like if you if you were like, I want a pizza, but like just add extra, 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 extra amounts of meat of onto everything? it. Of everything. <laughs> then that's what you get. Yeah, like there's no way you're eating a regina style pizza and the crust isn't like fairly soggy you know like oh yeah longer yeah yeah like because it's just like there's so much greasy food on top of it but i mean even all right dashboard, well how sick is that dashboard jesus christ you're right <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. have to make sure you like you pick the right type of pizza like if you get like a meat lovers you have to remember that there's going to be like 10 pounds of meat on yeah there. like yeah. it's yeah, fucking huge it. And like, if you get all dressed, like, yeah, the same thing, it's but a, with every yeah. type of vegetable, like it's a fucking, yeah, yeah they, they take, they take it to the extremes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, over they ain't playing. Hey, yeah. and with learning about pizza from Regina, I think that's an excellent place for us to end the podcast. I want to So go Carter, to... where? The tumblers. Tumblers? <laughs> Want to go there? Yeah. Hey, Carter. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, and yeah. thanks yeah. To everyone who wrote in. Yes. And, thanks uh, for having thank me you. on here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for Carter for joining us. Thank you, people, Perfect. for yeah. listening. I'm, I'm happy to be on it. It was good seeing you or talking to you guys and chatting. Yeah, I'm fucking sure, soaked. Sure. It's fucking been too oh, long, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I miss. I, I can't wait you to drive with you again. It's gonna be yeah. so sick. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta get driving and or simming because i i need practice like motherfucker it's been like decades since i've drifted so yeah well it hasn't it's been you know a couple of years you'll <laughs> it'll come back to you real quick all right all right man peace out okay, bye see you everybody right bye, bye. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.